Hey, what's going on, Frisky Morris Session listeners? This is Frisky Morris Sessions, episode 43. This is the year in review for year two of the podcast. So we have made it to uh, the end of two years. It's been a wild ride, and it's been super, super crazy. Like, you you start stuff like this, and you never think it's going to amount to a ton. And then you just get more and more and more. And then your creative ADD kicks in and you start doing new shit with it. And it's just been so much fun. Thanks to Chris DeQuick so much uh, and Chris DeQuick Productions. uh, Because without him at the helm of the mixing board, none of this would be possible because I'm just the guy talking into the mic and Chris does everything else. Um, So definitely check out all the recordings have been done by Chris. And if your band is looking to record, definitely hit him up. Uh, His information is always on the Facebook page and all that good stuff. Um, But let's get to reviewing this past year. It was a crazy, crazy year. We had 15 bands come on, uh, ranging from rock and roll type bands to hardcore, like metal almost bands, to ska bands, to folk punk bands, to like everything in between. It was this compilation when it comes out is going to be such a diverse compilation. It's going to be insane. Uh, So we're going to go through all 15 bands one by one. Uh, in this episode, in the last uh, year in review, I did snippets from kind of guest people that were on the show that weren't a band. Uh, this year, I decided not to for time's sake, uh, but I'll still talk about those episodes and you'll be able to go back and check those out. Um, some little housekeeping uh, shows coming up. Uh, Chris's band. Bottle Kids is going to be playing with Cut Up, Cut It Up, Cut Up. Uh, they're from San Francisco. They played with Bottle Kids when they were back in town uh, down at Blue Island on their way to Pooza Fest with Bottle Kids. And they're coming back uh, Wednesday, November 11th uh, at Underground Lounge. So definitely go check that out. And then you can check out Bottle Kids again at Liars Club with my band Turbo Vamps. Uh, the Cruta Sonata, who is on this year in review, and also Vote Quimby, who is kind of a older pre-reincarnation of No Enemy. Uh, so if you've heard of No Enemy, it's a lot of the same members uh, that are in Vote Quimby. Uh, so definitely check that out at Liars Club on Black Friday. That's going to be night one of Punksgiving, the annual Punksgiving always happens night one at Liars Club, and night two has a stellar lineup as well at the Mutiny, Uh, so check uh, each one of those days as a separate Facebook event, check those out. Uh, Moving forward with year three, looking into the future, November is going to start off with Calling All Cars uh, out of Blue Island, and then one of our new uh, format series, uh, The Out of Towners is going to start with a band from Fort Wayne, Indiana uh, called Flamingo Nosebleed. So year three is going to look a little different. It's going to be broken up into four formats. So Frisky Morris Sessions is only going to be local Chicago bands. I'm still going to be doing video for that. 
when video will be posted will be when I have time, which hasn't been available in recent weeks, but I have all of it. It's going to get posted eventually, but all Frisky Morris sessions will strictly now be the format that it has been with local Chicagoland bands um, in the studio playing four tracks live, the interview, and then a live video that will be posted on the Frisky Morrison Friends YouTube channel. The other formats will be the out-of-towners, which the out-of-towners will feature touring bands that are coming into Chicago. Uh, It's kind of building that network of bands all over the Midwest and the greater United States uh, and talking about what they like about Chicago, what a touring band can expect when they play their hometown and hearing music from them. So it's really building those networking skills. If your band wants to go on tour, you have a reliable friend ally contact in various cities around the U.S. uh, that you can reach out to for assistance. Uh, The other format will be called First Rounds on Me, and that will take the place of any non-band Frisky Morris session. So we're going to talk about like Rockin' Chicago was on this year. Uh, Matt from Orcore.org was on this year. Those will not be Frisky Morris sessions anymore. They'll be First Rounds on Me. And First Rounds on Me will be uh, someone involved in the scene or the community whether it be a record label, a photographer, uh, someone that represents a promotion company, a record store, uh, anything like that will take me to their favorite uh, watering hole in Chicago or wherever they're from and we'll shoot the shit about the bar or the venue that we're at and kind of just the music scene and the music community in general in Chicago. So that is format three. and then. Format for the final one, uh, album reviews will still be on a quarterly basis, but uh, they're going to be a roundtable. It's always tricky when you're doing album review episodes and it's just you. Uh, So what I'm going to uh, start in January will be the first one. Uh, It will be me, Chris, and one or two other people. kind of doing a little three to five person roundtable reviewing and discussing each release that uh, is in our docket to go over. So you'll get more opinions and it'll be more of a discussion. If you're a sports guy or girl and you ever watch Around the Horn, which is on ESPN, uh, it will be loosely something like that, just so you can have an image of it. So four formats new artwork, new and first website. Uh, We will be transferring to iTunes uh, as well as SoundCloud for year three. So stay tuned for that. And just we're really now we've had these two years to perfect perfect what we're doing. And year three is going to go off with a bang and we're only improving what we do. Uh, So without further ado, let's get into this. Sorry for the long intro, but so much coming up in year three to talk about. Um, But let's focus and rehash the old memories of year two uh, with Frisky Morris Sessions, episode 43, year in review for year two, which is October 2014 to October 2015.
right, so Frisky Morris Sessions, episode 43, you're in review. You already know all that good stuff, so let's just get right into it. Uh, the first band we had on for year two uh, was a band called The Seasides. I've reviewed a good amount of their EPs and releases by now. <laughs> They've had two EPs and three EPs on uh, the podcast so far. And what's really interesting was listening back to all of these episodes, The Seasides is one band that does have a different lineup now than what they had when they were on the show. And it's really interesting to me that I can tell the difference in lineups from this episode to just playing a show with them with Turbo Vamps when we both opened for Pairs and Teenage Bottle Rockets. It's one of those things that it's only after listening to their new uh, EP that I just had on the album review episode and then listening back to these that you really get a sense of yes the seasides that are on this episode are definitely different than the seasides that are currently playing is it for better or for worse that's really up to the listener I think it's kind of neutral I don't think one is better than the other I don't think one is worse than the other I just think that they're different and they're both really, really good. But this one was kind of nostalgic hearing uh, the old lineup and the interview and things like that. Uh, But let's just get right into it. The song that I picked that was my favorite song when they were on the show was God Damn It. It was the second song on the podcast episode. And this one they also did a music video for. So if you haven't already checked out that music video, check out the music video, go back all the way to episode 23 and check out this one. This is the Seasides and the song is called God Damn It. Enjoy. Everyone good? Oh, 
All right, so that was God Damn It by The Seasides, and that was episode 23 of the podcast and the episode that started us off, uh, year two. So moving along, episode 24 was with Carl Skeens. He is the founder, kind of developer, uh, editor, main contributor to uh, chicagopunk.net. It's a website that you can go to and has podcasts like mine and Rockin' Chicago podcast, Joe Mizzy's WoCast, uh, all different uh, radio programs that are based out of Chicago for the local community, as well as a massive, massive calendar of shows that are going on in the Chicagoland area. So it's just a great resource, and it was really great sitting down and talking with him about that, uh, his many bands that he's in, uh, and hearing some music from those bands. Uh, on this podcast episode, we had Band Morphine and Dead Steel Mill uh, talking about the DIY scene. Uh, his bands play a lot in Jurassic Park and other DIY venues like that. And it was just a really good time. I really enjoyed the one-on-one conversations. So definitely go check out episode 24 featuring Carl Skeens. And definitely go check out chicagopunk.net as a great resource for Chicago punk, hardcore, ska bands. Uh, episode 25 was with Hot Lips Messiah. And this episode, listening back to it, I don't think my laughter has clipped a podcast as many times as it did with this one. Like, I just could not keep it together. It is the filthiest episode I think we've had. And that is a huge compliment. Uh, this band is so much fun. They were just, it's just indescribable to have so much fun with a band, but at the same time have actual serious dialogue about music and their process as a band and kind of just the Chicago community. It was really, really, really good to be able to have that duality with a band and really be able to get to some real meat information as well as just have an amazing time. So my favorite track from this was their first track that they played. It's called You Baby Me, and it's so much fun. You get your dancing shoes on, and if you're not bumping around your office, car, train, wherever you're listening to this, once this track hits, there is something seriously wrong with you. Uh, So without further ado, this is uh, episode 25, Hot Lips Messiah, and the first track from this episode called You Baby Me. Enjoy. Oh yeah, oh yeah, baby, 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 baby,
right, so that was You Baby Me by Hot Lips Messiah. If you want to hear more music like that and get to know the band a little bit better, go back and check out episode 25 of the podcast. And moving right along, right after them, we had episode 26 featuring seasonal menswear. And I mean, I say it in the episode and I'll say it again. This episode with seasonal menswear could have lasted like hours upon hours into days like i could talk to them forever and be entertained and learn and they're just amazing musicians and amazing people and what i love about seasonal menswear is they kind of reminded me mentality wise to nightcap in year one where they were just down to earth and i feel they're very popular with other bands because of that. And, you know, they don't bullshit. They just tell you what it is and they're very appreciative and they're very hospitality. They're all about that. Whenever someone plays out in DeKalb, they're all about making sure everyone's treated good and treated fairly. Uh, and I could go on and on about them. But episode 26 we reminisce about a lot of cool stuff and just get into a lot of awesome dialogue and joke around per usual with this podcast. Uh, it's always more in-depth of an interview when I know the band and I know the people previously uh, to the actual recording day. So this one, we kind of get more in-depth with some of them as musicians and as a band. Uh, but Again, I pick the first song right out of the gate. Uh, theme to a quarter life crisis, I was going to put as my favorite song, but I feel like that song is picked a lot from their band as people's favorite songs. So I wanted to give people another great song from Seasonal Menswear that isn't the one that's always included on like a best of or something like that. Um, so the first song was Conversations in the Kitchen. And it's just like any other seasonal menswear song where it has a great lead line, has a great rhythm guitar and bass, and the drums are trugging along like usual. Uh, so let's get into it. This is seasonal menswear with conversations in the kitchen from Frisky Morris Sessions, episode 26. Enjoy. Here we go. I can't help but see this 
All right, so that was Conversations in the Kitchen by Seasonal Menswear. Uh, If you like what you heard, definitely go back and check out episode 26. Moving right along, episode 27 was with The Damn Tracks. This was one of those that this episode is why I do this podcast. The Damn Tracks were complete strangers coming into this episode and instantly hit it off with these guys. And I still think when I go to shows, they're some of like the best band friends that I have. Because whenever I see them, it's always a party. It's always a good time. I can talk to them about stuff other than band stuff, which is important. <laughs> and it's just so much fun. I can't, I can't believe that this kind of, these kind of relationships start from podcasts like this. And I'm so glad this is kind of the reason why I started doing this in the beginning. Uh, they're a three piece that are just so good, so hardworking. And they just released a new EP. And the song that I chose is off of that. So they've had this song kind of brewing in their set list and in their repertoire for a while. Um, The second song from the episode, which is called Nap Street. And we joke around with some names and stuff like that uh, in the episode. But it's just... I, I it's just so crazy that you know you put yourself out there and good stuff happens so take it from me if you're a shy person or if you're someone that's at a show that's afraid to talk to the person that's standing next to you at a show just put yourself out there introduce yourself because you may run into a situation like this where those people end up being really good friends of yours. So without further ado, this is Nap Street off of now the new release, um, previously unreleased until a couple weeks ago. Uh, And this is episode 27 with the damn tracks. Enjoy.
All right, so that was Nap Street from the Damn Tracks. Uh, if you like that, go back to episode 27 and listen to more of the interview, listen to some more tracks from them. Uh, definitely, definitely go to their band camp and check out uh, the EP that Nap Street is featured on. It just got released. They just had their album release show for that last week. And uh, Mickey who runs multi-track recording where we go for all of these episodes was actually the one who recorded that EP. So kudos to Mickey. He did a great job with it and just go, go check that out. Uh, so what happens next is still a mystery to everyone involved in this. Uh, so what happened was when I have people in for podcasts, Chris and I, our schedules are really crazy. The studio's schedule is really crazy. Band's schedules are really crazy. So what we try and do uh, every month is have two bands come in on the same day and do back-to-back uh, podcast episodes so that we have those episodes for the rest of the month. Uh, so we don't have to schedule two separate days for a couple hours in the studio. We just do one day. We're in the studio all day. We get it done, and we have the episodes for the rest of the month. So we did that with the Damn Tracks, and they were the first band that day. But then I found out um, Death in Memphis was supposed to come on, and they had to cancel last minute. Don't worry. They came back on, and we're going to see them in this year in review a little later. Uh, so then the Damn Tracks and Chris and I are done with episode 27 copious amounts of beers have been drunk and the damn tracks are those types of people where it's weird to think there was a time in my life where I didn't know them <laughs> so now we have all this studio time that I already paid for so it's not like oh we just got our money back and we're like throughout episode 27 you'll Notice that we were talking about this weird like religion that we were like starting and like oh what if this happened and then this goes into this because in episode 27 with the damn tracks we were talking about uh chris hayes the bassist and one of the vocalists uh kind of came from a religious background so kind of just going off of that tangent and we were drunk enough and the damn tracks and Chris are good enough musicians that we just decided, hey, we have the studio. Everything's already mic'd and set up. Let's just jam for a little bit and see what happens. And episode 27.5 was born. Uh, and it's called the House of Snakin. And that's the religion that was born out of this drunken day at Multitrack Chicago. And... We recorded the songs and we it's like when you're drunk and things seem like they are the best thing you have ever done. And then the next day you listen back to them and you're like, it's still pretty good. Not as good as I thought when we were in the studio. Like, when's the record label going to call? Like, and then you sober up and you're like, it's still pretty good, but 
not a lot of this makes sense. <laughs> and Steve, the guitarist and one of the vocalists, decided he was going to interview me. And I was on the green line this morning going to work listening to that episode. It's only 26 minutes long. I was crying. I was laughing so hard. And all these people on the green line are looking at me like, who the fuck is this guy? And what is he listening to? Um, But my favorite song from it is a song that I actually did with them when I saw them play at the Mutiny a while back. I'm just going to call it Pour a 40 Ounce. Uh, And we never really made titles for these. So this is very much like a ska, rancid, op ivy type song. But every song is completely different. You should definitely check this one out. It's a 26-minute inside joke, I feel like. So you're either going to get really annoyed in the first 10 minutes and turn it off, or you're going to understand it and dig it and listen to the whole entire thing and laugh your ass off. Either way, at least give it a chance. <laughs> so this is Pour a 40 Ounce with The House of Snake In, a.k.a. The Damn Tracks, myself and Chris. And this was episode 27.5. Enjoy. Yeah. So that was Pour 40 Out uh, with the House of Snake in kind of 27.5. Wasn't like a, a real episode, but just something that we did with the podcast that was not the norm, but still was fun that I felt like should be included as an episode in the podcast. Uh, but moving right along, we had episode 28, which was Squared Off. They've been around for a while in the Chicago community. And with this band, it was really fun, really interesting uh, to hear from their experiences being a band for so long. Uh, kind of the whole kind of stigma that the skinhead oi kind of working class subgenre of punk gets. And I say it in the episode. And I'll say it again is really don't judge a subgenre based on what you hear or what you see in video clips. 
uh, go to a show, experience it, and you'll realize that the the oi skinhead like working class subgenre is just like any others. There's people drink, people get rowdy, people have fun at the end of the day, and they're respectful of one another. And it's just I don't know why that stigma is still a thing, but hopefully with bands like squared off people realize that it's not what they what this what they stereotypically think it is um their writing process and the recording process it was really interesting to hear about and kind of their take on from release to release kind of how their band has molded and shifted with lineup changes and things like that my favorite song from them was their first track, Standing Strong. I know uh, some of the other songs that they have, uh, that they played on this episode, was also featured on the Pig Rose compilation uh, from the Pig Rose Showdown in Blue Island that happened, uh, I think, last month already. That's crazy to think about. Uh, but yeah, definitely check out this episode. Uh, hear the interview if you like this kind of working class oi skinhead dropkick murphy street dogs kind of sound uh definitely check them out they're really awesome guys really approachable and technically as musicians they're just awesome uh so without further ado this is standing strong from squared off and this was featured on episode 28 of frisky morris sessions enjoy
All right, so you just listened to Standing Strong from Squared Off, and that was episode 28. Definitely go back, listen to those guys. Uh, next up was episode 29 featuring the Cruiser Sonata. And I mean, from knowing them when I co hosted the Rock in Chicago show um, with Eric to having them on my podcast to a couple weeks ago, uh, co-hosting the Rock in Chicago show again with Eric and having Adam from the Cruz of Sonata on was pretty much full, bringing everything full circle. Um, I've known this band for a really long time now, and this is another one similar to the Seasides where when they were on, they didn't have their current drummer, and now they do. They went from a three-piece to a four-piece, and it's really interesting to listen to their stuff and then listen to, I kind of got a sneak VIP peek at what Chris is recording them currently and got a little taste of what the new lineup sounds like. And let me just say, it's fucking awesome. It's so good. And I'm so excited when these release on the splits or whatever they end up doing with them. Uh, it's it's phenomenal. It's really, really good. So it's definitely, I approve the addition of the new drummer and the new lineup. Uh, it's definitely for the better. I like Adam as a front man. Uh, I like Carl stepping away from the kit and playing guitar. It's, it's a really good move for the band. Uh, but this episode, unfortunately, they weren't able to play live in the studio. So these tracks are directly from Austere, which was the release that they did at the time and is their most current release. They have their vinyl at Reckless Records and kind of all scattered throughout East Coast, Midwest uh, when they went on tour. So definitely pick that up if you haven't already. It's a great, great album. Really diverse uh, in terms of their kind of on one side, their choking victim. and kind of kind of that like hardcore screaming type of music uh as well as like some more traditional street punk sound with it as well uh really good representation of the band and the direction that they are moving into but we have so much fun we have some really really good dialogue on just the community and kind of the music business side of things and the music industry that it's definitely worth listening to whether you're a band, whether you're a fan, whether you're just someone who likes listening to podcasts. Everyone can take away something from this episode because there is a lot of information and there's a lot of cool stuff that we talk about in this one. My favorite track was the last song on this podcast called Addition by Subtraction. So without further ado, we're going to listen to that song from episode 29 featuring the Cruz of Sonata. Enjoy. Yeah, the 
All right, so that was Addition by Subtraction from the Cruza Sonata. Uh, that was episode 29, and that was off their newest release, Astir, that you should definitely go and check out. Uh, moving right along, episode 30, I think these two bands back-to-back kind of shows the wide range of music that Chicago has and that... Uh, us, Chris and I, as a podcast embrace, uh, you have the super heavy uh, <laughs> of Sonata, and then you have kind of the extreme opposite, where it's almost like a Lucero country punk rock band with Death in Memphis that came on for episode 30. Uh, as I mentioned before, they were supposed to come in earlier, something came up, they had to cancel, and then... I still made it a point because I loved this band that I needed to get them back on uh, somehow, some way onto the podcast. Um, and it took a couple episodes, but we got them on for episode 30. Uh, they're super, super nice guys. Larry uh, is also in Squared Off. So it was funny having him on kind of back to back months. <laughs> it's like long time no see, man. Uh, but it's really, really fun to see those kind of overlaps in people's style where Squared Off is also a very different band from Death in Memphis. And Death in Memphis is one of those where we talk about them being billed on shows and being a little bit of the odd man out in some where it's either they're the most rock band in a punk show or the most kind of punk band in a rock show or a country show. Uh, but they learn to embrace it and it's a great attribute to them that they can play so many different types of bills and it's just really fun. I had their, uh, I think I had both their EPs on this podcast for album reviews. I know I definitely had, the second EP that they released. I'm not sure about the first one. I'd have to go back and check, but comment and tell me if I'm right or wrong. <laughs> uh, so with this band, they have a stand-up bass, which I think is really unique and really cool. Also the fact that the stand-up bass doesn't just do Tiger Army super fast that you can't even understand what notes are being played. And we talk about that in the episode that it's really mindful actually playing some chords on the upright bass uh but really all in all great band great interview great people we have a lot of fun and we talk about some really cool topics like kind of getting into that rockabilly scene and how to get out of that but still pull influences from it really really interesting stuff definitely check this one out my favorite track was the last track that they played called Satisfied. It's a little different than the other ones, but still has that. You can tell that they have some punk influence, but they're also kind of that country rock type of band. And let's just get right into it. So this is Death in Memphis with my favorite track Satisfy from episode 30. Enjoy.
All right, you just listened to Satisfy from Death in Memphis, and that was episode 30. And we are just trucking right along. We have a solid block of episodes where I just did band after band after band after band. I don't know how that happened. I usually like to break it up a little bit, but that's just how it worked because we've been on band since 25. So we've got a good amount where it was just all bands. And this next one did not disappoint at all. Kind of the same thing as seasonal menswear where I knew these guys beforehand and it was just picking up where we left off uh, butchered. And I've seen them a couple times live since and I've run into them and they're just they're always so much fun to be with. I'm actually in a fantasy football league with a couple of them. So that's always fun. Uh but it's just one of those bands where, uh, again, you can you can talk about them as people and not everything has to be like music related or band related. It can be total tangential stuff about their actual lives outside of their band. And I love having those types of relationships with uh, people in bands where, yeah, you can talk about like the music industry and things like that, but get more on a personal level with them. And with this one, everyone was super comfortable in the interview, and that's how I like to do it. So you really get to know them as people, and their true colors fly, and there's yelling at each other, and there's joking around, and it's just a really, really good time. Uh, Butchered was one of the bands that took us up on our offer. Uh, We know recording is time-intensive and really money intensive uh, to record and then to put out records. So what we offer bands is a pretty decent discount um, on their recordings that they do at multi-track recording. The four tracks they will, Chris will go in and work his magic with it and we give them back to them and they can release it as an EP or they can just have it for their own use whatever they want to do with it. So Butchered was one of those bands that took us up on that offer and put out an EP. So on their Bandcamp, if you see an EP that says live with a question mark, those are the four tracks that are from this podcast episode, uh, episode 31. My favorite one, it's my, they have it on the album I reviewed for them on the last album review. It's my favorite song by them, so it makes no sense to pick a different song. It's Cut Me Off. It's the last song they played on this episode, and it's my favorite song that the band is has done, and they just put out an EP with it, so you should check that out as well, and the album review episode, that was episode 42. So without further ado, this is Cut Me Off by Butchered, and this was featured on episode 31. Enjoy. Anything than what I want to pay 
a look of the Chicago Cubs I'm doing well Take me back to when I was Bad Nothing left to say I got nothing left to say
All right, so that was Cut Me Off by Butchered, and that was episode 31. Definitely go back, hear that episode, the interview, the music, everything's so good on that episode. Moving right along, this is another kind of moment in the podcast as you're listening episode to episode that you get kind of one end of the spectrum to the other end of the spectrum. With episode 32, we had Alejandro and the Alcoholics. They're kind of, if you loosely clumped these bands, they'd be in the same clump as the Cruza Sonata with kind of that leftover crack kind of sound, um, but a little heavier, more metal to it. Um, They were so nice. This was another band that I didn't know going into this interview, but we walked away super good friends. And I just think it's so, so good to kind of make those relationships. And I don't know. It's just fun for me. I guess that's why we're going into year three of this. (laughs) Um, So with Alejandro and the Alcoholics, it's definitely one of those bands that I got to talk to about the DIY community in Chicago and Chicagoland and playing DIY shows versus traditional venue shows and kind of talking about all ages and kind of just accessibility to playing shows and getting people to hear your music. We have some funny stories about Bill driving on the grass to get away from a DIY show that gets kind of Uh, like the kibosh on for better terms but all in all it was a great interview uh i know i learned some stuff about the diy scene uh because i come from a school of thought of back in the early 2000s my band turbo vamps would play diy shows and i'd always be on edge that it would get busted and we would end up with another parking in an or standing in an alley ticket and have to deal with all that bullshit. And we just kind of decided that we don't want to deal with that bullshit anymore. But hearing success stories from Alejandro and the Alcoholics and from kind of like Carl uh, with episode 24 talking about the success of the DIY venues in Chicago kind of reinstated my faith in those and makes me want to get back out there and try playing DIY shows more often than just the 21 and up bars. So definitely check this one out. My favorite track was track three on this podcast episode, and it was called Feminazi. I know this is one of a couple that they did music videos for, so definitely go check that out. And check out their Facebook, see when they're playing next, and enjoy. This is Feminazi from Alejandro and the Alcoholics. And this was episode 32.
All right, so that was episode 32 featuring Alejandro and the Alcoholics and their track Feminazi. Uh, Alejandro and the Alcoholics is also one of the bands like Butchered that uh, opted for some extra TLC to their live tracks to be put out at a later date. So maybe you'll see a live EP from Alejandro and the Alcoholics with these songs. Uh, Only time will tell. So the next couple episodes... We have an album review episode for 33. Uh, Eric Oldman from Rock in Chicago uh, was on for episode 34, and that one was phenomenal. I It was a super, super long time coming and from co-hosting his show with him and Rock in Chicago and Eric and Ian and everyone with Rock in Chicago has given Chris and I so much support and visibility and access to their fan base and just I don't think Frisky Morris and friends and Frisky Morris sessions would be where they are today if it wasn't for Eric and Rock in Chicago so I can't thank Eric enough for the support and kind of belief in our project. And I'm just so humbled and glad that I'm able to keep on going back to rock in Chicago and helping them out, whether it's a co-sponsoring or being a promotional sponsor for uh, benefit shows that they do or co-hosting some of their podcast shows. Uh, but it's always great. And he's seen it all with metal and rock and punk so definitely check out that episode we talk about a lot of stuff specific to the chicago community and his experience with it and also his experience uh living elsewhere than chicago and kind of his travels so definitely check out that episode and then episode 35 is matt from orcore.org and that one was a really really good one uh, mainly from a pop punk standpoint, Matt's in a band Ghost Sector that was on the podcast the first year, and he came back specifically for his little brainchild or core, which is a blog, is a website. Uh, most relevantly, it's a seasonal uh, kind of zine that comes out, and it's really, really well done. Uh, it's not a piece of construction paper kind of thing. He goes to the printers and gets these done. And it's one of those where we talk about kind of doing these types of projects on our own dime. And you really have to love it and really have to enjoy it to get something out of it. So definitely go back and listen to Matt's episode, episode 35 with oracore.org. Check out those magazines when they come out. Uh, They have a lot of good information. And also uh, earlier in this year, not this year, but in early September, uh, my band Turbo Vamps and Chris's band Bile Kids also played the first annual Orcore Fest, which is a multi-day, multi-venue kind of festival highlighting local acts. And I mean, you had bigger bands like the Bull Weevils, And then you had smaller bands like Chris's band and my band. I don't consider us anything but a small band. (laughs) So um, it was really cool to see him take on an undertaking 
like that. I mean, a two day four yeah, four venues, two days. I don't even know how many bands. I'd have to count all the bands on the flyers, but it was a really big undertaking and it was a really big risk for him to do. But I think that first year getting that under his belt, I cannot wait for year two of that and hope that he keeps on doing it. Uh, so definitely, definitely check that out. He has a Facebook page for it. And just keep up to date with what he's doing with that and keep up to date with Eric with what he's doing with Rock in Chicago. Uh, like I said, the next big show for them is, of course, uh, the two-day Punksgiving festivals on Black Friday and the Saturday after. Um, so yeah, we had those kind of three episodes that weren't really band related. And then we went back to, uh, episode 36, which had flag ass and they're a duo. Uh, you don't really see a lot of duos anymore. kind of just two piece bands, but flag ass is kind of a street punk, hardcore punk band that really does it well. And they do not apologize for being gritty and raw and that's the way we like it here at Frisky Morris Sessions. So we talked to them about being a two-piece and kind of how they are able to still get the sound of a four or five-piece band with just the two of them. And if they feel they lack anything being a two-piece, uh, you get that a lot that with some two-pieces, you know, you don't have a bass player. So a lot of people say, oh, it's too much on the high end. There's really not that bass guitar that's kind of cementing the sound and laying that foundation. But you'll hear with some of these songs, if you go back and listen to all the songs, that it was really, really well done. And they can sound like a full band with only two people. Uh, my favorite track from them was the last track they played, which was self-titled called Flag Ass. And really really cool guys it's i feel it's they have a much tighter writing process and more of like knowing what the other person is thinking since it's only the two of them and they've been writing music together for so long uh that definitely has a benefit to them so uh this was also the first episode that we started doing video for the band so the flag ass videos are up on the youtube channel the Frisky Morrison Friends uh, YouTube channel. Definitely go check out those videos. Uh, the rest of the bands I mentioned do have video, but I just haven't posted them yet. Uh, with Frisky Morris Sessions and Frisky Morrison Friends only being Chris and I, uh, time is hard to come by. <laughs> so uh, I will try my best to get them out as soon as possible. And I know I've been saying that for a while now, but I mean it. Uh, I'm going to work really hard to try and make it a priority in my schedule to get those videos out because they're really cool. Um, and I think it adds something to the podcast to be able to see that video. I get a lot when I explain what Frisky More Sessions is, is, oh, you guys are like an audio tree without the video. And it's like, well, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. Uh, so I guess the next inevitable step would be to kind of incorporate that video and we'll be evolving that through year three. And Chris and I have talked about it moving forward, putting out the video content. It's we're not going to put out video just to put out video. The when you see video in year three, it'll be 
good quality. It'll be worth watching. And yeah, that's all I have to say about that video stuff. So without further ado, this is Flagass performing Flagass on episode 36 of Frisky Morris Sessions. Enjoy. So that was Flagass with Flagass, and that was episode 36. Episode 37 was another non-band. It was another album review episode, and these album review episodes, we're going to keep it with the quarterly. I know I mentioned that before, um, just because we've been getting a good amount of releases, and it's not like, oh, this whole episode is going to be dedicated to two or three releases. No, we're doing like... 8 to 12 releases, and it's been a lot of fun. Uh, so 37 album review, 38, we're back to the bands, and this time we had 80 Proof Preachers. A lot of, not a lot, I mean, some of the members of 80 Proof are now uh, members of Seasides, talking about that new lineup thing, uh, but 80 Proof Preacher also has some really just standout musicians. They're all really good. The bassist is formerly of well-known Chicago band, The Effigies. Uh, so you really know you have a good, good lineup of musicians uh, coming into this band. And they all bring something unique and different to the table. Some have more of a rock background. Some have more of a punk background. Uh, and it really just brings everything together. and. I've said it before, because uh, on the latest album review, I reviewed their newest release, uh, this 10-track LP, Tools and Enemies, or Enemies and Tools, Tools and Enemies, um, and they're definitely on the rock side of punk, but they're not a rock band. They're definitely a punk band, just with heavy rock influence, and it's refreshing that the rock kind of influence that they have isn't your bitters kind of squealing guitars they do have that sometimes but all in all it's more of just like that constant 
chugging along rock thing and it's not a whole lot of fancy like crazy melodic solos it's just kind of that gritty rock getting to the point uh with kind of that 90s punk influence as well so a really great band something different from the rest of the bands here they definitely have their own unique sound so definitely go and check the episode out and check the band out they play pretty frequently so definitely see when they're playing next my favorite track from them was distracted and afraid it was the last song of the episode so without further ado this is episode 38 with 80 proof preacher and the last track that they played distracted and afraid enjoy Is fighting out, and all the questions in. Maybe it's time to take a step back and look at where you sit. It's not that easy to be the one to analyze and admit to all the things that you do wrong. Distracted and afraid, we can be both to live this way. Distracted and afraid, there is no logic now for all the common men. There is no logic in realities that you that must defend When no one's looking, you steal away The freedoms that you once claimed that you proliferate Distracted and afraid We get the most to live this way Distracted and afraid And shall I be nation? Distracted and afraid We get the most to live this way Distracted and afraid Yeah. 
All right, so you just listened to Distracted and Afraid from 80 Proof Preacher, and that was episode 38. Episode 39 was Davey Dynamite. He is a solo, acoustic, kind of folk punk artist, similar to uh, a Frank Turner or something along those lines. Uh, Definitely one to check out if you're into that type of music. It is definitely one of those subgenres of punk where some people get it, they're on board, they love it, and some people are, they just can't get into it. And that's totally fine. Uh, with Davey, it was another one of those episodes where I've known him for a little while now before he came onto the podcast. So we were able to get a little bit more in depth with the interview, which I really, really liked. I think interview wise like actual substance and dialogue this one is probably my favorite because we touched on so many subjects and touched on so many things that I feel is more of like a person person to person thing that more listeners can find something from this interview that they can relate to with their journey through punk music and the punk community as a whole So he played a lot of new songs and he played some classics. I like, you'll notice if you're a Davey Dynamite fan, the first song he plays at the end, he switches the lyrics up a little bit, kind of an homage to uh, Frisky Morris and Friends, the album that we released that started this whole thing. Uh, The hit, the like title, not the title track, but the hit track, off of that album was called Last Call and we did a music video for it so he switches up the lyrics on us uh the first track and ends it with everyone's in the alley uh singing Last Call my friends uh which was which was cool that he was able to do that I don't know if he planned it or if it was just something he thought of but really really cool and Davey's one of those people that is kind of more involved with the nonprofit political uh, side of things, not so much of like a anti-flag, like annoying political kind of thing, but a very, it Davey's the type of person that if you want to sit down and talk about that kind of stuff with him, he will go. Um, if that's not your thing, he's totally fine. It's not something that he shoves down people's throats and I really commend him and I really get along with people who kind of have that mentality when it comes to politics and stances on things where uh if you want to know more great I'll tell you more if you don't want to know more great everyone's entitled to their own opinions I'm going to do my thing you do your thing uh so definitely check out his music uh, check out his collaborations, his other projects, uh, Magnus Honey and the RPMs. Definitely check those two bands out. Uh, and without further ado, my favorite track from this episode was the last track. The title was not cemented, and he just said it was called Rock and Roll. Uh, I will confirm with him and see if it's still rock and roll, but for now, that's what we're calling it. And it was the last track on episode 39, and this is Davey Dynamite. Enjoy. All right. This song is uh, about music and existentialism or something. All right. 
So that was Rock and Roll by Davey Dynamite, and that was episode 39. You can definitely hear kind of the Frank Turner influence uh, that Davey Dynamite has in that kind of folk punk arena. And moving right along, episode 40, we had Praise the Sinners, or PTS. They are one of those bands that is impossible to tag on Facebook, and everyone knows it, and we're okay with that. So... <laughs> There's probably a lot of promotional things for this episode that I did that didn't even reach them, uh, but <laughs> all is well. <laughs> so Praise the Sinners is, I like to say, if the specials had more of a punk influence and started in the 2000s, they would be Praise the Sinners. There's definitely some songs during this episode that you'll hear that kind of very much have that ska, uh, you know, this ska dub uh, specials feel to it, but then you flip the switch and it's very heavy street hardcore punk 
mixed in with that and it's a great combination the song that i picked from them uh is the first song they played and it's called frog and it's a perfect representation of this because it's almost two songs in one you have the ska part of it and you have the heavy punk side of it they're definitely one of those bands that i think is similar to turbo vamps where after listening to this episode, you'll come to realize that PTS doesn't really have a niche sound because every track is differentiates itself from the other one. Uh, and I get that a lot with Turbo Vamps as well. It's kind of the mentality of we play music that we want to play and what we're feeling in the moment when we're writing the song and we're not following a real template. We're just kind of going with what we're into at the moment. And I commend PTS for doing that and kind of following their creative juices wherever they flow. Uh, so without further ado, this is episode 40 featuring PTS and the first song of the episode called Frog. Enjoy.
right, so that was Frog by PCS, and that was episode 40. Definitely go back and check that out. Really underrated band. I feel like uh, this episode actually has currently the lowest number of plays this year, but I feel like the recordings and the interview was one of the better ones, so fucking get on it, people. Check out new bands. Just don't go and listen to the one episode that your buddy's on, like, explore your community, check out new music, um, but enough of that, let's move on, we're at the home stretch, this is the last band that we had on for year two, really, really awesome band, they're still alive, and this was episode 41, they released an album called Choices, and all the tracks that they played on episode 41 were off that new release. And, I mean, the bassist Brian, I kind of grew up with. Uh, in the high school years, we were in the same kind of group of friends. Uh, and it's awesome seeing him still playing and still having a blast. He's an excellent, excellent bassist. There's one song on this podcast where he has just an insanely sick intro that even Mr. Freeman would probably have to work on. <laughs> and so uh, really cool to see him and really cool to see the, see this band. Dom, uh, I've known in his other bands, and he's actually in a ska band called Beat the Smart Kids with the drummer of the Dan tracks, Anthony. So... Again, all of all of the community, once you get to know enough people, everyone kind of has a six degrees of separation thing going on. Uh, this band is one of those that's kind of similar to Death in Memphis in the fact that they're hardcore, they're a little thrashy, they're punk, they're everything and nothing at the same time. And getting them on a bill, they always seem to be the oddball. But it's because of that that they can play so many different shows and they really benefit from it. If you hear the cats, we apologize. This is not like the Ritz-Carlton. We love cats. Cats are on the podcast, and they've been featured on the podcast before. <laughs> um, my favorite track from them as a band, and also from the new album Choices, and also on this podcast is called Guilty. It is such a ripper. It's so good. Makes me want to pick change up off the floor and smash shit every time I listen to it, and I can't get enough of it. So without further ado, this is Guilty by Still Alive, and this was featured on episode 41. Enjoy. Let me out! Your magic gun! 
So that was Guilty by Still Alive, and that was episode 41. And episode 42 was the last episode of the year, and that was an album review episode for kind of the summer into fall. We had a lot of cool releases on that one and kind of some honorable mentions as well. Uh, But that was it. That was year two. Went by a lot quicker than I thought it was. I thought I was going to ramble and ramble and ramble, but I think I did an okay job keeping it somewhat concise. (laughs) Um, So just a couple quick reminders. Episode three, we already got November scheduled. We have bands coming back into the studio in December, and we're just going to be kicking it off. Uh, Calling All Cars is going to start off November, and then... Uh, The first episode of the Out of Towners is going to be in mid-November with Flamingo Nosebleed. And then you're going to be seeing some video footage. You're going to be seeing some new artwork. You're going to be seeing a website. You're going to be seeing the podcast on iTunes. Make sure to go to the Facebook page and check that out. Uh, We will possibly be getting merch in the near future, uh, hopefully in time for 2016. Uh, so definitely be on the lookout for that. We're going to be heading into the studio for another Frisky Morrison Friends album in the spring. So get ready for that. Um, we have a Twitter account that's fairly new. So if you are on Twitter, uh, make sure to follow us for updates and kind of punk news that we pick up on that's worth sharing. And that's it. Uh, have a good day, night, evening, whenever you're listening to this. Thanks for the continued support. Make sure to keep spreading the word. This, the success of this podcast is reliant on the listeners. Uh, A lot of our fan base and our listenership is word of mouth and just kind of getting the word out there. Um, so bands making sure they're posting this on their site. So their fan base is privy to the information and if just keep on keep on paying it for keep on spreading the word about this uh so we can get as many people involved in this uh community and engaged in what's going on in chicago and all the great music that's coming out of it so for chris and i this has been frisky morris sessions episode 43 year in review for october 2016
2014 to October 2015. And that's it. Peace. Take it easy. Later.